it's nice it being so light, but like you say, night time should be dark. Yeah. And it's making me feel very, very strange. <laughs> so <laughs> I was finding so much quicker than I thought it was going to such a Well, hello. Hi. It's uh, the Dead End Froms. Is that episode 60? That is episode 60. Jesus. We fucking made it. So welcome, Jesus. To, ep- welcome to episode 60. Epitode? Epitode. <laughs> <laughs> We're just starting off on a fucking terrible foot already. So what makes you feel strange? Sorry, can you tell me that again? This. Because it's so the light outside. outside. It's so light. Oh, fuck. I'm like... Uh, I feel tired, but then I look outside and I'm like, it's the afternoon, buddy, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> oh, hello, excuse me. I came from a deep place. I like, it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. But also, do you know what it does do? Serotonin? Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. <laughs> like, hello? Vitamin D? I don't, I, like, I don't mind it at, at night. Like, I do feel a bit funny. It's the mornings I hate. I love it being dark in the morning. Nah. I love it. No, you're a psychopath. That's absolute psychopath <sighs> talk. Love it so much. You just wake up and it's like it's still dark outside. Yeah, do you like, know what that makes me want to do? Get back to bed. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I just. I mean, I just like the dark. I'm not the like you know me. I'm not the. I'm not the biggest summer person. Clearly, you fucking are. You rocked up here in a pink t-shirt and the shortest shorts of all time. <laughs> Came in ranting and raving about the sun still being out at nine o'clock at night. I'm ready. <laughs> it's still kind of cold outside, but I'm prepared. I don't feel like I, like I I'm fucking roasting in here. Oh, yesterday it's when so hot when in here. we met you like for coffee, <laughs> we're all just sat there pushing a sweat. None of us could talk the entire it's time we were so there. Hot. We were so quiet the entire time. Just like I think I'm gonna pass out in here. I think it might happen. And there's people having to like work in that as well. I don't. I mean, I didn't feel bad for them. Nah. Because I'm, I'm a terrible person, but like... Nah, they're getting paid. It's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> this is a sweatshop. Anyway, welcome to episode 60 of Dead End Friends Podcast. Podcast where two dudes who know nothing talk about everything. We are available everywhere. Um, you know what's been making me feel really weird? <laughs> and it's me. like a strange thing because I should have been used to it because uh, I was used to it for such a long time. Right. I've had a beer in like a week and a half. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking... Gasping, <laughs> I'm honestly. I was like, I could go. Just a what fucking drinking. I've not been drinking either. Like I literally texted you earlier on, being like, "Yo, don't feel obliged to bring beers." So I brought diet coke. So you brought diet cokes <laughs> instead. I thought it would be really weird <sighs> to not do this without a can in our hands. Yeah, I think the only time we've not. Drank as if it's in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and we're drinking coffee. Yeah. Literally every other time we've done this, it's just been like, you got beers? Where's the bears? Yeah, it's weird. Like, obviously, I know why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I'm trying to lose a bit of weight before mm-hmm. going on holiday. Mm-hmm. And it actually is helping. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah, 100%. Fucking annoying. Because I didn't, <laughs> didn't want it to help. <laughs> I wanted just to like be like, ah, oh, I can still drink. I beer. can keep drinking. It's not making a difference. Obviously, look at me. I still look fucking terrible. So yeah, exactly, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually helping. Like, <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. But I love beer so much. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I went ten years without, and then literally like two years, and I'm like, still know what you were missing, man. It was just it's fucking delightful. I've yeah. actually been like, I've not been drinking either, but like I haven't been missing beer, but I have been like craving harder alcohol. Maybe not craving, but every time I just go into like a, a supermarket, I'm just like, could buy a bottle of rum. I could just buy a bottle of rum, couldn't I? But, but I can't have a bottle of rum in the house because you'll drink it all. I will drink the whole fucking thing because I have a problem. <laughs> See, the thing for me is like it's my it's my off switch. Ah, okay. You know, so I get home and I'm like, well, that's the day done. Crack open a beer. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that, man. And it's not like I'm getting pissed every single night. <clears throat> I'm like, you're having a couple of cans. Yeah, but that's that, that's the thing know? that like it beer builds all up. Because I remember saying that to you. Like, was it last week or the week before? I was like, I would have like three or four cans in a night, mm. like every night. I'm just like, I got to one night and I was just like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, what purpose is this, what purpose is this serving me? Like, it, it makes no sense whatsoever. But I think that's what drinking culture in the UK does. 
because we've kind of briefly like spoken about that before mm-hmm. and it it was one of the reasons why i didn't drink for so long mm-hmm. was because of the way that this country in particular looks at drinking is as much as you can as fast as you can yeah whereas like you go fucking mainland europe literally abroad anywhere Anywhere. else (laughs) yeah and everyone's just like gas for a beer you get that (laughs) yeah you get that's it you're getting a beer they treat it like a coffee yeah they have their beer and then they continue on with their day (laughs) go to work you know like if that was here you need to take three days off because you know you're not going to stop for three days (laughs) but i think i found that real sweet spot where i I could just have like a a beer during the day Mm mm-hmm go about my business like, i never drank at work i would never do that like that's nuts oh i, I have actually work with you work at home i work with sharp things there's <laughs> a real difference but when you think about it how many people or how many famous barbers from 60s 70s have just been fleeing on cocaine how many famous barbers do you know i don't know you tell me you're the fucking i don't know barber. any famous barber i don't care Bull shit dude look there's me and that's it oh you're the famous one i'm the famous mm-hmm one. um but yeah, I understand what you mean. Like you look back and you're like, "Oh, they were all cool, I guess, kind of like with their addictions, <laughs> yeah, smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskeys." That was the thing for me, man. Like my like switching off was like having a cigarette. Yeah, because I mean, I smoked for a really long time, and then I mean, it like I always look back on it and kind of weirdly because it's like I don't miss it in any way. I never, I never actually believed I was like addicted. addicted. <laughs> you just knew that you needed to have one. Um, but like that was the thing is I didn't really need to have one. So yeah, like I could go like a, like a couple of days without having one, just being like I've just not got anything. I'll get a fucking bag of back at some point. Yeah. Like it wasn't like oh I'm fucking I'm, I'm just gonna fucking kill somebody because I can't have a snout. Can just kind of fucking go out, man. Because I would buy like a bag of back and that shit would last me like two weeks. Because I'd have like three or four a day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, a pure... I guess that's the thing, like, with addictions and all that kind of stuff, is, like, there is varying levels of what a body needs, you know? Uh Uh-huh. I'm not saying that you were addicted to smoking as much as you had to stop. Yeah. Like, it's because, obviously, your body builds up a reliance to the nicotine. Yeah, and it's it's also just really gross. (laughs) It is gross, it is. It's so stinky, man. Do you know what else it is? Yeah. So fucking cool. Mine, I wasn't cool though because I smoked roll-ups. That's what makes you cool. Nah, my roll-ups nah, looked smoking. fucking awful. <laughs> Smoking's cool. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> this but, podcast but it was is like... sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is like, cool. It was like that thing you were saying that was like... It, I treated it as like a kind of... Like points in my day. <laughs> yeah. So I'd have one like on the way to work. And I'd have like one or two on my break. And then I would have one, like, after my dinner. And then that was you. Do you know what I mean? So it was, like, kind of, like, milestones of the day. The day just, like, oh, I only need to go another couple hours and I can have a snout. And then that, yeah. that means I know it's two o'clock in the afternoon. And then I know that means I've only got this many hours until I finish work and go and have a dinner and I can have another snout. And then it's not long before I go to my bed. I think it's, like, days like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Shannon went to walk. It was the first day off we had had together in a while. Sun was out. Do you know what I set that off really nicely? We paint outside. <laughs> you know, and I, I couldn't get that out of my head. And I was like, that was, that's so weird to me that that's now a part of my life. Yeah, like such a big part of your life. Because it wasn't. For so know? long. And I never once thought about it. Mm-hmm. Never once thought about it. And now I'm just like walking around. I'm like, could just go sit in a pub and just, or outside a beer garden or, you know, like have a beer and watch people smoke. Like it's <laughs> If I can't do it, I'm going to watch people do That's it. That's why we sat and had coffee yesterday. Yeah. Mainly because it was me. I was like, we need to go somewhere. We need to go do something. We need to go do something. Can't right just now. stand around. And I ended up having way too many coffees. I was fucking rattling. <laughs> I The world was in slow motion and I was not. I was just blazing through. <laughs> I felt so whack when I got home. I oh, really? Crashed just through. crashed out, dude? Crashed After out. watching the junkies fight outside Sainsbury's? Oh, my God. <laughs> my fucking homie Ryan. Oh, I feel so... <laughs> Who is your homie Ryan? The boy sits outside Sainsbury's. Um, <laughs> he loves the dog, and we always end up talking. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Because 
you just can't get away from him. Right. Shannon said the other day he was sat outside the the Greggs and shouting up to the workies that were on scaffolding. What? <laughs> having a conversation. Oh my god. Is that yeah? Take my brick is that? No, he was trying to teach him about karate kicks. Hold on a minute, man. What? Yeah. So he's just walking past the work. He's just watching. No, no, them no. Just... He sat down outside Greg's, and he sees them working, and then he decides, "This is the right time." <laughs> Here you. You look like you may have a six pack. Do you know how to do a fucking spin kick? Because he sure does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is he good he at it? Sure... I mean, he's got some agility. I mean, if he if he clocked you with one, probably would take me out. Yeah. For real. I mean, it's a shame he didn't do that yesterday. <laughs> Because he was fighting, like, with two other guys outside the... Oh, shit, it was actually this homie that was fighting? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah, and I just kept shouting, like, self-defence this, self-defence that, and I was like, was it, though? Because <laughs> you're definitely a loud mouth. It was that way I, warned, I wanted to shout across the street, like, fucking behave yourself. But I was like, there's no point. He's, ha- he's, he's, he's amped up. He's hyper. He's just... Yeah, he's too... He's in the moment. I'll end up having to knock him out and I don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> I'm your mate, Ryan. Don't make me fucking do this. Don't make me hit you. <laughs> um, but then the cops arrived and I think they have to deal with this quite a lot because they knew him by name. <laughs> oh, no. As soon as they got out of the car, they were like, Ryan. Right, right, Ryan. Sit in your ass. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot. How just did a, that? A lot happening no, just because you were wired and walking home and... Oh, that's what happened when you were on your way home from fucking yeah. drinking too much coffee. Yeah. Junkie fights are so much fun. Anyway, um, I don't know if, if you've... Have you, I'm going to fling a story at you. Just okay. if it's something that... This is just something that I was reading the other day and I was just like... I've never heard about this and it's so goddamn insane. So I was reading this story about a woman called Julianne... I'm going to fuck her last name up. That's a weird last name. Julianne... <laughs> Koepk Koepk That You keep going Koepk Maybe Maybe Koepk (laughs) 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 So this This Woman Julianne Uh I'm just going to call her Julianne from now on I was reading this story about how she was flying in a plane over the Peruvian rainforest and pronunciations aren't always obvious. I'll see you there to learn more. Thanks for watching. What? <laughs> no, go back. Bro, what are you doing? We are looking at how to pronounce this name of German origin as well as how to say more interesting, sometimes confusing and is this gonna be the name? names as well. So make sure to stay tuned and consider subscribing for more learning. How do you say <laughs> Kupka. Once you know. Is that Iggy Pop? <laughs> this guy's voice is amazing. What was that again? Kopka. Kopka. Okay, Julian Kopka. Thanks for that. Thanks, Iggy Pop. Gotcha. Shout out, mate. German Iggy Pop. <laughs> German Iggy, Iggy Pop, dude. <laughs> I want to be your dog. <laughs> I want to be your dog. So, Julianne... I've already forgot her fucking last name, dude. Kopka. Kopka. She was flying over the Peruvian forest, rainforest in a plane, and it was struck by lightning. Glad it was in a plane. Yeah, she was just like fucking... <laughs> We're flying in the air. And it was, the plane was hit by lightning. Mm-hmm. And she survived a two-mile fall and found herself in the jungle at 17 years old. She survived the fall from the plane after again hit by lightning. What? And landed in the jungle and survived. Like, this woman is still alive now. So this was right... So it was Christmas Eve 1971 and everyone was eager to get home. We were angry because the plane was seven hours late. So this is from her point of view. Suddenly we entered into a very heavy dark cloud. My mother was anxious but I was okay. I liked flying. Ten minutes later (laughs) it was obvious that something was very wrong. There was very heavy turbulence and the plane was jumping up and down. Parcels and luggage were flying from the locker. There were gifts, flowers and Christmas cakes flying around the cabin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when we saw lightning around the plane 
I was scared. My mother and I held hands, but we were unable to speak. Other passengers began to cry and weep and scream. After about 10 minutes, I saw a very bright light on the outer engine on the left. My mother said very calmly, that is the end. It's all over. Those were the last words I ever heard from her. (laughs) At least she knew what she was about. She She died knowing what was up. This is it, dude. So the plane jumped down, went into a nosedive. It was pitch black. People were screaming. Then the deep roaring of the engines filled my head completely. Suddenly the noise stopped and I was outside the plane. I was in free fall, strapped to my seat bench and hanging head over heels. <laughs> I could see the canopy of the jungle spinning towards me, then I lost consciousness and I remember nothing of the impact. Later, I learned that the plane had been, had broken into two pieces about two miles above the ground. So essentially, she was in like the middle of the break of the plane uh-huh. and she just basically got fucking catapulted down towards oh fucking rainforest still strapped to like the whole bench of what? like so it was like a row of three yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. so she's like strapped to those still with the seatbelt on hit like upside down just what's the fucking chances going yeah. straight down um so she Wakes up, blah, 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 blah. I've survived the air crash, broken her collarbone. She was all obviously fucking bent out of shape and shit. Um, so she like realizes I'm in the middle of the goddamn jungle. Mm-hmm. Snakes are camouflaged, they look like dry leaves. <clears throat> she finds a small creep, a, co- a small creek. And walking in the water. After at the crash site, I had found a bag of sweets. When I had finished them, I had nothing more to eat, and I was very afraid of starving. It was very hot and very wet. It rained several times a day, but it was cold in the night, and to be alone in a a mini dress was very difficult. Clearly, I'm going to try and find like a bit more. Like I was sitting, fucking just trying to actually rack my brains about how that is actually possible. Yeah, like you like get so many variables. Like no, you get like... fired, literally fired out of a fucking plane two miles above. Crash landed in the middle of a goddamn jungle. That's because well, they always put it in feet, don't they? Like two miles is an, a weird way to say it. So two miles in feet, two miles in feet is whoa. 10,500 feet. <laughs> and what they always say that like your altitude is what, like 1,800? Is that a thing? I've got no idea, man. Average. Average. Altitude of plane. Oh, between 31 and 38. That's nuts. So basically, eventually, she she managed to keep herself alive for ten days. She found like a hut and a boat uh, by the creek that she kind of like crash landed next to. And managed to survive there for ten days, and then like Peruvian like hunters essentially found her, just being like, "What the fuck has happened here?" And she was just like, "Plain, boom." Is she actually German? I got no fucking idea. <laughs> I probably should actually like. Yeah, she's definitely German. Uh, and she is still alive. What age is she now? She is 57. No, 67, sorry. Absolutely insane, man. And this happened when? 1997? 1971. So far away. Sole survivor of the Lanza Flight 508 plane crash. Man, yeah, like there's so many different things obviously could have gone more wrong with the already going wrong situation that's the thing is like as much as she she survived the fucking two mile plummet to the ground Mm -hmm. and then didn't die from like rainforest shit that's like the other terrifying thing to me they'll be like crocodiles she could have fallen two miles which is already a terrifying thing to think about like but imagine if she had landed the hang time of two miles you're in the air for so long but imagine she landed like Two meters to the left or the right. 
She could have died. Yeah, yeah. She landed exactly where she landed, and that's what saved her for whatever reason. People are like kind of <clears throat> some of the things I saw is people were thinking because it was on like a bench, and if it was like spinning, it could have been acting as like like a rotor blade would act. So, <laughs> so fast. No, because the G force might kill her. I don't think she's. But like, I know you're. She's not gonna actually be like a helicopter blade no, 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 spinning no. round, dude. But like, but I mean, if she's spinning round, <coughs> yeah, like the G force might actually kill her. That's true. Because what is it? It's like a, is it is it like a, a fighter pilot? It's like is it ten? Oh, pass. I've never seen Top Gun, so I have no idea. That new one actually looks fire. It does look pretty good. <laughs> it looks really fucking good, dude. John yeah. Hamm's in it for like ten minutes or something. That's pretty sick. Oh really? Yeah. And I like the guy with the mustache. Who's that guy? Miles something. Miles. He's in the fucking Fantastic Four film. Yeah, he's in Whiplash. He is in Whiplash. I'm sure. He's a mustache I'm sh- in either of those films. No, he doesn't. I'm sure his name's Miles something. Anyway, Miles. <laughs> good job, bro. <laughs> Smashed it. <laughs> so yeah, she she survived it, uh, and she is now like. Uh, aerospace <laughs> fucking engineer. She's a mama mammalogist, mammalogist, the study of mammals, a class of vertebrates. She, Straight up, if I did that and didn't die, I would do nothing with my life. <laughs> life has already been shown to me to be too short. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Right, so I'm just I'm just reading some a couple of other things that I, I really wish before. you had done this before I had arrived. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want to turn it into a whole thing. So I'm enjoying. But instead, I'm, you are turning it into a whole thing. I'm I'm enjoying learning with you though. While in the jungle, what's her last name again? Kopka. Kopka dealt with se- severe insect bites and a maggot infestation in her wounded arm. Eh? What? What? Did? She gave herself rudimentary first aid, including pouring gasoline on the maggot infestation. The maggots vacated the wound. What kind of fucking first aid class has she been going to? (laughs) That's what they teach you. (laughs) That's probably all she found. That's the only liquid she found that wasn't like maggot infested water, clearly. That's so insane, dude. That's barking. That's horrid. So... Might be one of the craziest stories I've ever heard of, like, an actual survivor from a plane crash. Like, fucking spinning in midair on a fucking giant plane bench for yeah, two goddamn like, miles. Slowed it down enough? Like, is that what Poss- they're kind of saying? Like, that's what they're saying, just like... It, being because it's a bench <clears throat> as well, like, the wind could have, like, leveled her out underneath eventually. She was... <laughs> so she's, like, like, she's, like, hang time. <laughs> Yeah, she's you know like I mean? the Wright brothers. No, but I mean, like obviously the wind coming. Yeah, 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 wind for coming sure. Up, but like her going down is obviously going to cause some sort of. I must have did. I, I don't know. So wild. Anything just as soon science. as I, as soon as I saw that story, I was just like, that is possibly one of the craziest thing I've ever fucking read. Dude. I'm gonna be thinking about that all night. Just how did she do it? I'm sure if you dug deep enough into the internet, you would find like mad mental conspiracy theories about yeah, it. Yeah, I bet. She fucking like, killed her mum. And yeah, then this is the story. <laughs> She's like spun everyone. She killed her mum. What mom. was her name? Julianne. Yeah, Julianne. Kopka. Kop. Oh, cop. Is it Kopke or Kopkick? Uh, There's a movie. <gasps> She's kind of hot. <laughs> she's kind of hot. She's sixty-seven. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's giving off big Helen Mirren vibes. <laughs> Did you go on YouTube, dude? Yeah, I want to see if there was like videos for me to watch. You went on. into like fucking conspiracy theory bible, went straight to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. If Joe Rogan's not talking about it, I am not fucking listening. <laughs> oh my god, this is nuts! I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, man, I can't wait to, for you to tell me about like the alien conspiracies that are actually surrounding <laughs> this Julianne Kopka story. Yeah. Starts off as like, oh, she just survived a plane crash and it was actually the aliens. <laughs> the aliens ripped through the fucking plane, scooped her up, like infested the maggots inside of her. So yeah, that's pick... actually alien babies. Um... It's just alien cum. Just in her... <laughs> 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 oh no! Just a little alien come just coming out your little mm. your little wound there. That's how they do it. They just like go with the arms. <laughs> like 
I'm not shaming them. <laughs> it's the biggest aphrodisiac of all time. Just look at those goddamn forearms, man. Boom! Boom! <laughs> God, don't even show them Hulk Hogan with his 24-inch pythons, you know? Oh, my God, man. He is possibly the weirdest human being. Yeah. He actually, like, terrifies me, if I'm being honest, man. Hulk Hogan? Yeah, he terrifies me. Because, like, I don't think he ever knows what's actually going through his head at any point. Yeah, he doesn't make sense anymore. He, well, he never makes sense He anyway. never has, dude. But, like, that whole court case thing that was happening a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was talking about things that he said. You know, the things that he mm-hmm. said. And he's talking about, oh, but that was Hulk Hogan. That's not me. You're not allowed to use that to get away from being a <laughs> shitty person. Because he was like, oh, my name's Terry Blasey or whatever his fucking name is. Blasey. And he was just like... I say Hulk Hogan's got a 10-inch dick. That's Hulk Hogan. Terry Blase doesn't have a 10-inch dick. <laughs> it's like, that's the weirdest <sighs> thing to say in He's front of so a group of people that are trying to find you innocent. So whack. He's just odd. I just don't, I don't understand that, like, infatuation that people had with him, man. Like, I guess It's also just, the look. Like, the look is weird. The shiny-ass hair? Yeah, and, like, he's a long bald, you know? Has like, he still got the long bald? I haven't yeah, seen him. Has a I haven't ball. seen him in a long time. And I'm just like, can't mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> rid of it. Remember, he had a TV show. Did he? He had like a TV show about him and his family. It was like oh, a, like a, yeah. like falling year. Like it was like, it was like, like the Hogan's or whatever it was called. Oh, that shit was so funny, man. There was an episode where he just like found f- found out what hip hop was, and just like found this like awful tune and had it like blading out of his bright fucking yellow pickup truck and he was just like he is like bright fucking orange and a bright yellow fucking pickup truck with a red bandana (laughs) with the red bandana all the windows down and he's like driving with us so loud just look like you know how you talk about like people being like painfully white Mm -hmm. that is painfully white in this bit i need to try and find it actually because he's like driving and actually going like like oh, doing all this shit you're no. just like why man <laughs> why but i love one i love that show but at one time he was cool and that's what's weird about it because he was a good wrestler like face it he is he was an entertainer as an entertainer that's exactly what he he needed to be you know? I liked it when he was in NWO. Exactly. I liked that cool. thing. Because NWO was awesome because it had fucking R.I.P. Um, Razor Ramon in it. Yeah. Uh, and that was all cool. And after that, it just was not. Like, the big red boa. Like, why <laughs> did he do that? Like, the ripping of the shirt, you know? Uh. Like, you are ancient, buddy. How about you stop that? <laughs> <laughs> I still remember like the only thing that Hulk Hogan like stood out the most for from like actually watching wrestling was when he had that feud with The Rock and I remember that being like the thing for The Rock man yeah. like if it wasn't I actually genuinely think if it wasn't for that feud with Hulk Hogan like that is what like put him to fucking superstar yeah man. I can I can agree with that and it was awful <laughs> no, it, wasn't good. it was fucking terrible that match that they had was just dreadful like Hulk Hogan honestly should have stopped fighting about 25 years ago. He didn't even have a good finishing move. Was it the leg drop? Leg drop. I mean, I fucked with the leg drop a little bit. Because, I mean, like, the rocks is an elbow. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's just the finesse you add to it. But it's just like, that was the thing that always, like, made me laugh about wrestling, like, when I was younger. Like, I loved it when I was younger. I love it now-ish. Yeah. Like... None of it makes sense. Like, <laughs> Obviously, the leg drop is the finishing move, but I've just watched the other guy do a leg drop. God knows how many times in this match because it's just a move. <laughs> it was like Batista. It was like his Batista bomb. It was just a power bomb, but people did power bombs all the time. But it was a Batista bomb. Yeah, because he sat down and did a wee back roly poly. No, because it was Batista power bombing you. Batista is a power, like he is just power he is he is that dude's fucking scary as shit it was like kevin nash he had one as well kevin nash was just, just like problem, all yeah. he did was just raise the devil horns and then do it that's all he did <laughs> yeah it was shit like this is what i mean like it doesn't make any sense you know like jake the snake roberts his was 
a DDT. Yeah, Diamond Dallas Page as well. His was a DDT. No, his was the the cutter. Oh, so it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The diamond cutter, man. Like Re- it, wrestling, whack. It's, it's so, so shit. shit. But oh, it's just so much fun to be entertained by, man. It the is. only one that you're like you always believed because nobody else ever did that. Oh, the two, sorry, that you believed because nobody else ever did them was the fucking Tombstone Pile Driver. Yep. And the Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. You bought into those always because nobody else did them. Exactly. Yeah. No, they were. Were real spectacles. Oh man, just watching like fucking. I loved watching The Rock getting stunned because he was so because he would like backflip and shit. Yeah, I love that. Like the over exaggerated like it's selling. Like, you watch, you watch somebody get like yeah, like Vince McMahon was always the best one because he would just kind of flop. Like he would get stunned. Did you watch and just fall. this year's WrestleMania? No, I've not watched it. Did you see? Have you seen the clip of like the? I've not seen anything oh, my from God. it, man. Like, I will find it real all. quick because like. It's obviously Stone Cold Steve Austin was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's some people that could take the stunner so well. Scott Hall was actually really good yeah, at it. Yeah, he, he would, would like boom, fucking bounce right up. <laughs> he would go into like the fucking stratosphere. Uh, it's honestly like the worst stunner of all time. Oh, please. Wrestling is so much fun, man. Genuinely, this sucks so oh, he, much. Why, what is he doing? Oh, he wrestled. Why? Because he's Vince McMahon, he's 74 and can do what he likes. What the fuck is wrong with him? We're just talking about Hulk Hogan not doing it anymore and then Vince McMahon. But also look how jacked he is. In the ring? I know, but he has to be. Yeah, but wait till you see the world's worst stunner. Ah. Everybody knows it's coming at this point. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've all been here, we've been here about 800 times in the past 20 years. We all know it's coming. Oh, I fail. Oh, I fail. Try to get away. <laughs> look at look at Austin just like laughing the entire time. He's just like, we fucked this up, but no one's <laughs> gonna say anything because that's the boss. <laughs> that's so bad. That so dude. funny. That's what happens when you pretend to kick a seventy-four-year-old man. <laughs> he actually falls. <laughs> I still think one of my favorite McMahon moments was it I can't remember what Royal Rumble it was but it was the Royal Royal Rumble when it was like the upset between John Cena and Batista I think it's like uh, what uh, the the Wrestlemania is 2005 I'm sure so that would be Wrestlemania 21 would it not then because Wrestlemania so. 20 was 2006 so sorry the one before what did you say 2005 was it no no no, no, 2000, no 2000, 2004 yeah, 2004 was WrestleMania 20. So I think it was 2005. So it would be WrestleMania 21. And that and that's when he runs up to the thing. He runs up and tries to do a slide in to like, the wrestling ring because that's the cool thing to do. He fucking hits both of his knees on the edge of the ring. And what was it? He like ripped his fucking... Yeah, he tore his quads. <laughs> his quads. And he's just like... He just, he just, he just sat just... on the thing. Just like looking up at these two massive guys. Just fucking trying to tell them off. But like, just his legs out because he can't do anything else. <laughs> it's like even watching it now, it makes me laugh so much because like he obviously had to improvise, but it looked so convincing that he just looked like he was just so fed up. You just, it just, he was just like, I don't even know how to handle this because you're both being bitches. It was just the way he just fucking sat down, like, what the fuck did I do now? What I like about it is the fact that John Cena and Batista just start like fighting over him <laughs> like over the top i'm like no come on oh that shit makes me laugh so much and then the the other one has to be the fucking when he's in the he's in the hospital and still coasty boston shows up and he hits, him with, bed, with hits him with a bedpan it's the fucking oh. noise dude because he gets so like he gets so like paranoid that stone coast boston's like coming in to visit him he doesn't realise he's actually been there the entire the time the whole time oh my god wrestling <sighs> is so fucking dumb man <laughs> so dumb but we bought into it so much because it was so entertaining like nowadays they like they try and take it the problem is is they try and take it so serious now because they're a serious company needing to make money because they're all billionaires and shit but like back then they just like they were trying to entertain people and just have yeah. fun and just make it dumb. Like, Kane kicked a baby into the crowd. No, that was Wayne Gretzky. Sorry, it was Wayne Gretzky. Is it Wayne Gretzky? Is that his name? Aye. 
The wing- fucking the baldy guy. Is that his name? <laughs> no, is that a Wayne Gretzky, not a fucking hockey player? Snitsky. Snitsky. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Gretzky's a fucking I'm sure he's a hockey player. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely is. Nanny yeah. chill. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, Wayne that's Gretzky. not a rumour I'm starting. Yeah, what? Snitsky punted like fucking Lita's baby in the crowd or some shit. And then fucking Gene Snitsky. Gene Snitsky, that was the one. Wayne Gretzky. Wow. <laughs> 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 two more just different guys sur- there has never been <laughs> sur- like fucking surprise appearance like just some of the stuff that actually went down fucking in the past and now it's just like nothing fucking happens they're all like cult leaders or whatever yeah I don't fucking know dude like it's just not entertaining do you know what's do you know what's annoying the like everything that I said should happen years ago has started happening like what um, so my idea to save WWE was these big factions that are now starting to happen. All right, okay. So the one that I really wanted was a heel faction uh-huh. called the Bloodline, right? With all the people who are currently in the Bloodline: Roman Reigns and the brothers, uh, the Uso- the Usos. You need, the- you need to explain this to me like I'm a fucking idiot because I haven't watched wrestling in ages. So you're so, saying the Bloodline like I know what that is? I forgot fucking so they're what called that is. the Bloodline, right, right? Okay, because they are actual family, right? Like. So, wait, aren't, so the Usos are the guys that Rikishi's their dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is Roman Reigns related yeah, to Rikishi? Cousins. Are we? That's why they're called the Bloodline. That's because, cool as fuck. Because they're from the Inoue tribe or whatever it is. Damn, right, Like, okay. so that, that's like the wrestling dynasty, you uh, know? So, like, the whole thing is, like, he's head, Roman Reigns is now head of the table. Head honcho. Yeah, no, and that's what he calls himself, is head of the table. Oh, that's awesome. So he's, like, tribal chief. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, it's really fucking sick. That's cool so as fuck. the whole thing is... That they're his henchmen, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he's like the big dog. You yeah. Know? And he just makes things happen. That's what I wanted to happen from day one. Yeah. I wanted a real spooky, like, faction as well. Yeah. Like, the way that the ministry was. The ministry, yeah. Where it was like, yeah, the, the guy who was like, revealed himself like the, what was it he called himself? The, uh, ah. Uh, Never, I'm never gonna remember. It ended up just being like Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. It was uh, me, Austin. Yeah, it was me, Alala. <laughs> like that one. Like, so I wanted something like that, but that's now what's happening with Edge and his weird cult thing that he's. Oh, got is he on. back to that shit? Is he like the Gangrel now? Remember how yeah, he was in well, the faction, but with he's Gangrel? just wearing. Yeah, it's not like the Brood at all. Yeah, he's just wearing a suit. He's cut all his hair. He's got like that. No, why did he cut? He his looks hair? pretty cool. Um, Edge, what are you doing? But he's got Damien Priest. Who's oh, like, that like big the tall archer guy? guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, he's fucking hella good. Uh, Rhea Ripley's in it as well. And then there's supposed to be rumours of Tommaso Ciampa coming in. Some no. So I love that because it's like a real kind of cool thing. Yeah, that's like good people. Yeah. So the They're way all I, NXT as well. Or yeah. all ex-NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anyway. And that's what I think's real cool about wrestling because when I was watching it, that was the shit. That was the shit, you know. Because then fucking you even DX. had like yeah, DX. You had something like that, and DX could have been the undisputed era, mm-hmm. you know, like Adam Cole and his homies, like. But they never let that. Happen. They're all away now. Surely, They're all away. Yeah. They're all gone. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it'd be a really cool idea. I'm real gutted that it's actually happened. <laughs> It's happening now when yeah. like nobody else is there. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> there. It's not even going to be good Every, anymore. Everybody's fucking. The only thing as good as the bloodline. Like, that's yeah, that is that is kind of cool. And, and Naomi was supposed to be joining it because like, right. she's married to one of the Usos in real life. Okay. Um, but she just like straight up walked out of the company last week. Oh, amazing. Yeah, her and Sasha Banks. I don't know if it's a work, but uh, if it's a work, I'm in. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Um, but like she's taking like WWE out of her name and all that and holy and shit, shit. nuts kind of cool but anyway that's what I wanted to happen because when we were watching wrestling as kids you had DX you had the oddities you had the fucking the ministry you had the nation of domination yeah. you had the heart foundation you yeah. had it all and like they were just teams yeah and the teams had stories and then there were stories within the, the teams yeah oh, it was so good and you can still have that you know like I love that when the ministry like had like the the the, the greater being or whatever he's fucking calling himself. Yeah. And he was just like, like, no one knew who he was, and that was Proper so mystery. cool, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it just ended up being him, and then it became the corporate ministry. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. Like, Changing I wish the story. Just do something with that, but now it's not. It's just 
It's because like they 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 focus so much on like everybody doing single stuff, like because they want it to be real. But I'm sorry, it's big fucking massive muscly cunts throwing each other around. <laughs> That doesn't happen. Doesn't happen in real life. One of them does a DDT that does fuck all, and then one of them does a DDT that knocks the other guy out. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's dumb, you know. And we don't need it to be real because that's why like MMA, UFC, and that's what that's for. That exactly. For. Like, because people know that's real. It's like, literally called like fucking sports entertainment. Like, please, these guys en- are paid actors. Entertain us, please. Yeah, they're straight up athletes. Yeah, hundred percent. It's Is Sami Zayn still in it. Yeah. I like that guy. He's like a weird conspiracy theory guy. Oh, of course he is. I love it. Everything's a conspiracy against Sammy. <laughs> it's really funny. I could, I could like, get His on board with Royal that Rumble, shit. Uh, no, WrestleMania was amazing against Johnny Knoxville. So good. Because it was take your, take your silly as fuck. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silly. <laughs> and it was perfect. Because it was silly. Fair enough, man. I, I, I keep saying that I will watch it. I know you won't, but it's I'll, okay. I'll try. It's okay. Anyway, let's talk about uh, the Dead End Jams playlist. Dead End Jams? Because wrestling has tired me out. <laughs> it's either that I'm having like a crash from the the weird sweetener that's in Diet Coke. Yeah, that could be that. It could be that. Anyway, I put on five songs, as is the norm. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is called The Look of Love Part 1 by The Slum Village. A banger. It came on like a, a radio station. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. Just a good song. Just a banger. It's just a banger. I, I really feel like, like I, I feel like I know the name, the Slum Village. Yeah, I reckon it's got some people in it that are like probably like well known, but I've just not really looked that much. I just knew I really liked that song. Yeah. Um, so I just put it on. Oh yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah. By Fuck yeah, fantastic, fantastic volume two point one oh. It, yeah. So it's got like Jazzy Jeff, Q-Tip, D'Angelo, Buster Rhymes, Corrupt, Pete Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So has it just got people in it? Is that <clears> the thing? <throat> no, 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 just that album. That's just like features. Oh, right, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I really like that song. I just thought it, it fit in with everything else that we usually put on this playlist. The now. vibes? Yeah, the vibes were there. The vibes were immaculate. The vibes hat. The next song that I put on is called I'm the Dog Brackets, You're the Ball. Um, it's by a band called Boss so they are a UK band okay but it's the drummer from Fucked Up oh okay who lives in the UK now it's someone some from some fucking French band and then right. they just it's like a bedroom band kind of thing oh sick um, but they've had the guys from Chubby and the Gang singing on it they had the guy from The Chisel singing on it so just like proper working class, like yeah, yeah, yeah. UK punk lads just <laughs> singing about shit. I think this, I think this EP or this song has the guy from Fucked Up singing on it. Oh really? Um, but it's still like it, it's like proper reminiscent of like like UK punk from back in the day. Right. Okay. You know, and it's really fucking cool. Yeah. And it's not very often that I get pretty juiced on, like, punk music anymore. But yeah. I have been listening to this for a wee while now, and I just think it's really cool. I think it came out in 2018. I just really fucking like it. I think the guy from Fucked Up obviously knows what he's all about. Yeah. You know, like, played in one of the best, like, post-punk bands forever. Mm-hmm. You know? And something Flacco, I think his name is. Right, okay. Um, I think he's just loved living in the UK, and he's loved listening to, like, old UK punk yeah, he's really kind of drawn a lot of influence for yeah, it. Yeah, he's just channeling, and then that. just getting like proper working class lads to sing on it. I think that's really fucking cool because yeah. so often people who sing in like alternative scenes have this weird, like, full suedo working class attitude. Yeah, with like, the I'm from the hood. It was a gated neighborhood, but it's the same fucking thing. Yes, exactly. Like it's yeah. not the same thing. And, and it never will be, you know? Um, and it's just nice to have boys like that singing about growing <clears> up. <throat> actual trash people. Yeah, uh, singing yeah. trash music. Like, yep. it's great. Like, it's I just cool. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, I thought it was really cool. I thought you'd really like it, so I put it on here. Nice. Um, the next song is Oms by Deftones from the album of the same name. Oms. Oms. Again, I just really like it. Mm-hmm. I think it, it showed so many 
cool parts of Deftones, this one song, and mm-hmm. it's the last song on that album. Um, the reason I really got back into Deftones just over the weekend was a video popped up on Instagram of um, Steph Carpenter, is that his name? Like the Carter, whatever his name is, the guitar player. Right. Um, saying he's decided to like only tour domestically with Deftones because he... Um, you know, with everything that's been happening over the last couple of years, he's not really sure whether or not he should, blah, 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 blah. Right. Basically, he's an anti-vaxxer, and he's not been vaccinated, so he's not allowed to leave the, the US. Wow. <laughs> so, he tried to spin it that way? He tried to oh, spin it the fuck you, way. dude. <laughs> so amazing. Actually fucking class. I, I respected it so much that I was like, oh, do you know who I love? Deftones. So I went and listened. Then I found out that Sergio, what's his chops? Tankin? That, that, no, that played bass. Uh-huh. Uh, is now no longer in the band. Oh, okay. He's not been in the band since like the beginning of the pandemic. Oh. Basically, he was like a rolling member, like had like a rolling contract. Right. Okay. Uh, and they were like getting closer and closer to making like him a, a, an actual active member and like, yeah. having that conversation in the pandemic. And then they were just like, "Well, I will push that uh, back." I see you later. But then he was like, "I want a new deal." And they were like, "No, no." <laughs> and that was that. Wow. Which is not bad. Of- it's not a bad thing because that's just business. It's yeah, I suppose. It works, you know? I suppose. Like he, but he filled in for like 12 years. Oh know? my God, that's he, so rough. When, when she was in his coma, like, yeah. he was the guy, you know? But he, he he put a video on his Instagram where he was just talking about it and he was like, I cherish every single moment that I had with those yeah. guys. They taught me a lot about music. They got me really back involved with music. Yeah. And like obviously Quicksand just released a new album like last year. Mm-hmm. And that's his shit, you know. Right, okay. like, that's his. That's his like, it's, it's cool, and he just he seems really like fine with it all, which mm-hmm. is quite nice. Like so, as much as it might have sounded kind of shitty, I don't think it was that shitty, really. <coughs> in reality. Yeah, probably it just like just... he probably was just looking at it as like a kind of business thing. Just yeah. like I'm playing, I'm playing these shows, I'm playing this music, but he probably didn't have like a huge of like input creatively. And no, stuff. I think like... it was Chino Moreno, and I think it was Steph that did a lot of the writing. Yeah, and. um it's a shame because he was a really good fit for the band, but also was he? Because it was those two that wrote all the music, so it didn't matter. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was fine. Still a good just album. Anybody play these fucking songs? Whatever Deftones put out, I'm going to listen to. It. <laughs> That's just how it is. <laughs> the next song I put on was um, "Dance Hall" by Modest Mouse. Good fun. Mm-hmm. Good fun song. They're playing in Glasgow soon. I want to get tickets, but I've not looked. And that's actually just to remind me that that's what I need to do later. I don't on. even know who Morris Mouse are. They're like a. I don't even know how you describe them. Like not Midwest emo, but like they're from that kind of time period. You know. Like okay. They. Kind of like weird indie rock emo thing. You know, like, they just did things, and they were really cool. They just did things, and they were really cool. They, no, I'm going to like, <laughs> <laughs> quote you on that, man. I'm going to quote you on that. They just put a music that they like putting out. There's a really good documentary <laughs> on YouTube called The Lonesome Crowded West, which is the name of, like, their second album. Right, okay. So um, are they, like, super, like, prick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have... Um, <laughs> I actually, like, never heard of them, dude. <laughs> they've got an album called We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank, and, um... Johnny Marr played guitar on it. Holy shit. Like, so they like an actual big deal. Three million monthly listeners. <laughs> Why have I never heard of this band? <laughs> I don't think they're really your thing, but like, ah, okay, they are okay, cool. Okay. Like, there's a band that's actually on the playlist called Squid that sounds a hell of a lot like them. Right, okay. When I first heard Squid, I thought it was the guy from Modest Mouse, but apparently it's not. So It's not the same guy. It could be, like, but it's not. Um, Formed in 1993 in Essequa, Washington. That's such a cool name. Essequa. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> but I think they're really cool. You should probably check out that documentary, though, because it kind of got me just for, like, being in a band. Like, right, okay. Because at the time when I watched it the first time, we were more involved in a band. Uh-huh. And it was really cool. It got me kind of just on, like, touring and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And obviously the way they did it was, like, because it kind of follows them through, like, the 90s and stuff. Right, okay. And kind of has like all these big conversations and it talks about like Elliot Smith being around and all that oh okay it's really fucking good it's a good documentary they're a good band um, yeah yeah cool, cool. and the, the next song that I put on is called Unconditional by The Bravery 
I can't remember whether it was this song or it was the other song that was big for them, Honest Mistake, that was on... Honest Mistake was the like the big, big one. That was the one that was on Crying all the time. Yeah, because it was one that was on Tony Hawk's. I can't remember whether it was Honest Mistake or... Um, or unconditional, but either way, both of those songs are amazing. Banging. They were a band that proper slipped under the radar, but they were really, really big for like a minute. Really big, like that song in particular. <laughs> and was then they just popping. dropped off. Like an honest mistake on Spotify has forty-seven million streams. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking banger. Yeah, it's an absolute banger. But it's like it reminds me of playing Tony Hawk's when I was younger. Yeah, like just cool. That was the theme of my 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 song this week. Was just just cool. just cool, man. Just cool, man. <laughs> just cool. <laughs> uh, right. So the first one I put on is a song called "Go to Sleep" by Euro Drug. Uh, Drug has just like slipped out a couple of singles in the past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this was one of them. And it's just a fucking banger, man. But he does this, doesn't he? Like, yeah. He'll be like, "Oh, here's a few singles," and then. Two weeks go by, and you're like, "Oh, he's released six albums in two de- two weeks." <laughs> How is he done constantly, that? constantly making music, which he is like to slow down. Like a lot of times, when it's like, I have this kind of like back and forth with myself because I was like thinking about the fact that, like Kendrick Lamar didn't release an album for five years, and like Frank Ocean hasn't released anything since what, like 2016 was the last album he did. And it's like, oh, they're not bringing anything out, and then you've got these kind of artists that are bringing stuff out. Like, was it? this year that fucking um aj swades brought out two banger albums in yeah the, in the past like five months like the people just pumping out content but it's just like that's their way of expressing their art and their form of their art do you know what i mean like that's yeah. how they want to do it is like because you always see like the kind of the people before kendrick lamar finally brought his album out People were just like for the past five years have just been like, Where the fuck's Kendrick? When's the next album coming out? And then uh, like almost fucking like trying to fight him over the internet because he's not bringing his music out. And it's like, Well, he doesn't want to, but here's a plethora of other artists that are bringing out yeah. banging content always. Like, you know, drink- there's, that, there's a real like fine line between like quality and quantity, you know, like mm-hmm. can't release something good all the time. And I think a lot of people maybe muddy up like the legacy or like their the career or like the popularity because they've released stuff so quickly that just maybe wasn't right. You know? Yeah, and then a lot of the time they'll they'll release stuff because they feel like they have to release stuff yeah. and it's very yeah. mid. Like it's just not great because they felt like they've had to like rush it out the door or they felt like they've had to. It's like the one one artist that I'll always go back to is somebody who's just like he can pump out as much as he wants and I'll always be like this is banging is jpeg mafia yeah like he's brought out like three albums in the like i don't actually know when um oh fucking hell <laughs> all my all my heroes are cornballs came out in 2019 and then and i think was 2018 so in the past four years he's brought out three albums and i could happily have him pump out albums I like album after album after album but I'm always like you're always just going to be like no you want him to take the time to because I remember reading on Wikipedia like he had actually written and like recorded 92 songs for the last album that he put out so he takes it he is constantly writing producing doing his own thing but then when it comes to being like right this is what I'm doing for the album that's where he takes the time so he's That's constantly nuts. making music but then he goes no this is the 15 songs i want to put on this record the rest of it like can just get put somewhere else can somebody else can have that beat somebody else can have that sample for something else you know that's genuinely mind-blowing <clears throat> like he's he's just a, he's he's one that always fucking baffles me like all of his songs are like written produced mixed by him like he does all of it so I think it was his. He I think it was play on everything live. Too. Yeah, <laughs> that's this thing. He just owns all of it. Like he yeah. just doesn't doesn't like he doesn't rely on anybody. He does it all himself. It's, it's like I think on the last album he had one producer um, credit for somebody else. The rest of it was all him. <laughs> he's like no, no. mastering it while he's on tour and shit. Like it's absolutely crazy. But it's like to slow down. But but Drug is like. 
don't know, he's just like the opposite. Like he will just like constantly pump out stuff and I will always listen to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And this one's a, a nice it's like a classic thing again where he's just so good at telling a story. So this the story he's kinda of telling behind this is just like, yeah, I always want to be grinding, pumping out, like being active, being out and about, but then sometimes I just want to turn off and it's literally just about him wanting to go to his bed. Like <laughs> Cool. Sometimes I've just had enough and I just want to go to sleep. I relate. <laughs> it's such a good song. It's I think so we all well, relate. <laughs> so well written, just as you yourself, man. Drug is like fucking legendary. Absolutely goaded at this point, man. The next song I put on, I sent to you, being like, I said, I think I said, bro, three minutes twenty nine. When I say I got off my chair. <laughs> I think it's just 3 minutes 20, is it? Now? 3 minutes 20. <laughs> yeah, so people can timestamp that. So the next song I've put on is a song called Rise by Hel- Herb Alpert. It's a good name. It has a very good name. Um, oh, some spicy fajita just came back. <laughs> Regurgitation. <laughs> Tastes just as good second time around. Oh, that's so gross. I don't know, I can't actually remember where I heard it, but it came on at some point. And I was just like working and it was on and I was just vibing because it's just, it's a good song. It was a, a really good great song. Great song. Just bumping, really nice groove because it's got nice horns and shit in there. And then it hit the three minute, 20 second mark and I stood up. Out of fucking nowhere. I was on the subway and I finally got a chance to listen to it. I just remember like, just like, obviously on the subway, no signal anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. <laughs> what <laughs> and then that's it so if if no if for the people that might not actually go and listen to it because that's just the way it is this is the song that wh- whoever produced hypnotized by biggie they sampled literally one second of this song and that is the intro for hypnotize <laughs> genuinely like when i first heard it i felt like i'd just been punched in the gut <laughs> I was just like, because huh? it's so unexpected. Like, if you know the song "Hypnotized," you can hear the intro in your head. Oh, oh! Bow. So that fucking bow, bow, banging that is bow. happening behind him. I mean, when I say I was off my chair, I mean I was off my chair and I was fucking boogieing. It was rocking. It's so good, man. And the actual song itself is popping. Like, yeah, it's a good that song. is such a good song. Um, next song I put on is by the Black Keys. So they brought a new album out like two album. two weeks ago. It's called Dropout Boogie. Oh, like that Euro drug song, like the drug song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the song, Everywhere. the song is called Baby I'm Coming Home. This this album is a fucking it's a banger, man. I really really like the Black Keys. Like, At this point, I don't think they could do anything wrong. No, no, like they brought out an album what last year as well. Yeah. Was it last year, the year before they brought out an album? Even that was fucking popping as it well. It was almost like King Cobra or something. Yeah. Like. That was a good song. Yeah. I, I don't even think that's the name of the song, but it was something like that. King Snake? Is it maybe? It's It's got a snake in it for sure. Yeah. Um, so I put on Baby I'm Coming Home from this new album. The album's called Dropout Boogie. Um, and I just really like the vibe that they've went for, for like the artwork, the videos, the cover. Like they're just wearing like overalls. And they're just constantly smoking snout, just like, like they look like they work in like a fucking like forties, no, like a forties like fast food joint. <laughs> like I just, I, I really, really like the vibe that they went for with this album. Like the artwork and stuff is just really, really cool. And uh, the songs are just like they have a fucking formula. They definitely, oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> they definitely like all of their songs always sound like they have been jams yeah that's why i really really like them it sounds like they've literally just went like right here's the key i'm gonna play in let's hit record and we'll just see what happens let's go baby i love that so much like you just you don't really know where it could go like it feels very improvised and they've like managed to get it down to a pure lovely little formula for themselves because i mean it is just the two of them and then exactly they put more stuff over the top to make it sound like a full band but it is just at the end of the day it's two guys in a room writing music together who have been doing it for 20 years at this point so they know each other inside and out they know the formula that works for them and they're just gonna keep doing it until they fucking die 
It's class. <laughs> Black Keys are fucking awesome, dude. Um, next song I put on is Stay by Angel Dust. Just, just, just a banger. I fucking love this album. So this Angel Dust album, rock the fuck on forever. <laughs> I hate the name so It makes me so angry. Rock the fuck on forever, man. I never really listened to Angel Dust until this album came out. I kind of like knew who they were yeah. a bit. Like I was like, yeah, I kind of like I have heard of them before, but never really listened to them. And then this album came out and it's just like, it's very, it's, it's very like punk driven, like kind of like Washington DC, like, 80s punk but then it's also like it's fuzzy like the guitar tones that they actually go for it's not just like your usual like punk tone it's like it's they're using hella fuzz pedals and then daniel fang is the drummer on this record i think he was the drummer on this one and the one that you really liked the one i've after buff. pretty buff which so, is the only album of theirs that I like. <laughs> literally the only album of theirs that i like so daniel fang is the drummer in turnstile right and he is the most energetic and entertaining drummer and like the hardcore and punk for me like we went to see angel dust a couple of years ago remember i got you to come and look after luna <laughs> you came here we put luna to bed you came here and you just chilled out here for a night while me and emma went to see angel dust and <laughs> fucking Tata? stereo yeah it was you and your, your ex-girlfriend came over and you just looked after Luna. Well, looked after her. She was sleeping. But I do not remember that <laughs> at all. It was literally just so me and Emma could go see Angel Dust because we were pure well, stoked to I'll go. take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> and watching, like, watching Daniel Fang live at that show was like, it was exhausting because the dude goes 100 miles an hour for like, a whole set like he just Yeesh. doesn't stop he's so fucking like athletic he's so much fun to watch he's just such an entertaining drummer and you can feel it through this album like the drums are just so energetic like you can hear he's putting so much like might and power into his yeah. hits like sometimes you can really feel that through drums I think like sometimes it's just a bit like I've been told to play this it's very robotic but yeah. then you could hear it in some drummers where it's like they're putting everything into that do you know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like Daniel Fang is one of those types of drummers and he's just so entertaining to listen to. And uh, that drives this this song in particular and Stay has a really, really nice uh, chorus line as well. Who knew that Justice Strip had such a fucking beautiful bag of melodies? Yeah, he's a weird guy, isn't he? He's a really weird guy. Super weird. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that cool, though. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, his name is Justice. <laughs> You know. Justice, not even just trust, justice, justice trip with two P's. That, that bro has has got it going on. And then the last song I put on is just kind of from like, just, you know, out of left field. I put on Hits from the Bong by Cypress Hill. <laughs> just because it has a Dusty Springfield sample and it's a banger. It is actually a banger. Like, it's so good. Cypress Hill remind me of like a weird moment in time for me when I was in like my first ever band, Epitaph. Mm-hmm. Worst name of all time. Um, you had a lone wee fall. I I would argue that's worse. To be fair, I never came up with that name. So, but you came up with epitaph. Eh, uh, no, no, no. I joined epitaph. Right. So you can't use that argument then, because then you had no control over either. They were still very bad names. I can still say that. <laughs> I can still say that. I was in a band called Dreams and Empires, dude. Yeah, but that kind of sounds cool. Mm-mm. I was in a band. Oh, what was it? Oh, what was the fucking? What was my first band called? His finest hour. My first band I was ever in. It was called His Finest <laughs> Hour. Oh, Shout out the boys in His Finest Hour. <laughs> but I remember like being in that band, and a couple of them smoked weed quite a lot. Yeah. So obviously they liked Cypress Hill. <laughs> <sighs> it's just that it's and so good that dorky bands for so long yeah but then like yeah, yeah. i go back and i listen to them now and i'm like yeah that's bad but that's the thing is like these kind of bands you don't actually need to be high as shit to listen to them like no. cypress hill like you can listen to them in your car you don't need to be high as shit like i mean it helps but <laughs> being high as shit it helps with a lot of things <laughs> that's 
It's not mutually exclusive <laughs> to Cypress, Cypress Hill. <laughs> well, there's definitely, yeah, that, I'd agree, man. There's a lot of stuff that, like, you kind of, in your, in your teenage years, I guess, when you're just like, oh, no, the, the drugs, I don't want to listen to that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then you're just like, actually, that, that. I remember someone told me, like, when I was, like, an actual teenager, like, maybe, like, 13, 14, I was talking to some girl on MSN, and uh, she told me, she like, she said something about snout, and I thought she meant, like, gear. <laughs> I didn't know any terms, you know, and I'm just like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. <laughs> you like straight up fucking like phone the cops on her. Just, just like, that like, girl's doing blow. 911. <laughs> <laughs> that girl's doing snout in her house. <laughs> snout, I can't believe that. <laughs> uh, drugs uh, are great. Yeah. The right ones. <laughs> not, not the wrong ones. Nah, don't yeah. do snout. Don't do that hard course now. <laughs> Definitely don't inject it. That's not good. <laughs> don't put that idea in people's heads what you're doing. <laughs> I'm telling them not to. Good for you, man. PSA. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's 60. That's me f- finished with my songs. But yeah, episode 60. Fucking done and dusted, dude. Wrapped up. Absolutely done and dusted. So we go over an hour this week as well. Holy We've shit. Been... I'm going to have to cut this down, man. A fucking hour. We've been so lazy lately. Like, see, as soon as I've seen it gets like 30 minutes, I'm like, playlist. But I think I think 45 is like a really nice number. It's also less that I need to listen to. I mean, I could keep this bit going for a bit longer if you want. Sorry, I know how to turn off. I mean, you haven't yet. I haven't yet. Anyway. Anyway, bye. Thank we you for listening. You. Go you. go look up Julianne Kopke and be Kopke. amazed. Yeah, she's fit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>